listening to Sleep Nation Station podcast right here, right now. We're back with Brandon Hillis. This is part two of probably four. I'm not kidding. I'm just being real. But here we go. Let's cut right in. Joe Walsh. Yeah. <laughs> but he did get charged well, for it. Yeah, unfortunately, yeah. He got he got charged a bit for it. Him and uh, Jim Belushi. So, yeah. Well, yeah. so so I know we we got I got sidetracked. So is the Wall the greatest album of all time? Then I'd say probably people would agree or would say Dark Side is the greatest album of all time. You know, Dark Side has actually been on the top 100 Billboard for longer than any other album of all time. So that could how, that could tell you. I don't know how many do weeks. Know, it's was more, it uh was Thriller too far behind that? Mm, I don't know. I know the Eagles' greatest hits is the best selling album of all time. Really? Yes. Wow. I I but you know I I say wow. Um, I really shouldn't be that surprised. I mean, it is the they. Uh, but you, you know. I say, I say that really casual, but I feel like the the novice music listener or the or whatever the proper term for music enthusiast, I guess they they really don't give the Eagles what they deserve at times. I don't the same know. thing See, goes. I've, I've always kind of grown up with the Eagles, I guess. Yeah. So, yeah. So did I. So I've always looked at them as you know great musicians and and excellent. Excellent songs. Um, they they definitely did something that was extremely cool. They took country and rock and kind of meshed them together. And pretty much, you know, now people are kind of doing the same thing in country now, but just doing it really bad and not as suave as what Don Henley and Glenn Fry did, you know. that That's essentially what country music is today, is they're... They're melding, you know, elements of rock and and like hip hop and and everything, but they're just doing it. To me, they're doing it really bad. But I mean, it's, it is they're the, doing it in a lazy way. It's the best selling genre um, right now to date in 2019. Country is the best selling genre. They're the only genre still selling CDs. That's um, you want to say that that's amazing. But I still think about country music fans as if it's still 1994. Most country music fans were older people. And so those, those would be the people that I would assume would still buy albums. You know, my dad, he would probably still buy a CD if, if there was a band. He would at least look for it, you know, like the whole uh, MP, MP era of having your phone be your music and, and all that stuff. I, I feel like that's just... Uh, that's not something that they're going to catch up to as easily at times, at least in our area. I'm sure in larger cities, it's a, a normal thing, but I still have that small town mentality about certain things, I guess. You know, Walmart is now selling vinyls. I do know that. Uh, I do know that our Walmart has Onima on vinyl. What? Yes. I have a bootleg copy of that. I guess I need to go over there to Walmart and get the actual copy now. Uh, yeah, but I mean it's on man. Do you wanna do you wanna buy Walmart's forty dollar copy or do you wanna spend a little more and get a first pressing? Mm. 
I don't know. I I I don't know how much a first pressing is. <laughs> I looked that up one time. We were we were hunting. I think it might have been uh, we. I think it was ten thousand days or something yeah. random. That's that time not I that expensive. I, I think no. I looked at it the other day. Um, just a touch off on your eagles because it it kind of stuck in my brain. How many people like you've got the eagles right? And then you got Joe Walsh. So, do you think people are more familiar with Joe Walsh in our generation than they are the Eagles, much like Collins and Genesis? Like, when you say Joe Walsh, how many people do you think actually go, oh, yeah, Eagles? Hmm. I don't know if, I don't know if people, I know, like, like musicians definitely know Joe Walsh, but I don't know if they associate you know, just the everyday music listener. I don't know if they associate Joe Walsh and the Eagles. I think they just think of the Eagles. Even though, you know, Joe Walsh wasn't a part of the Eagles until like the sixth, what, sixth or seventh album or something? Yeah, like it, was, that. it was later on. But still, yeah. you know what I mean, though. Like, uh, I think about things that branch off. Obviously, uh, you can't you can't compare that to, to Phil Collins. But when you think about these members of bands that's went on like when i think of uh when i think of, of kiss i don't think about ace freely's stuff except for the back in the new york group but everybody's kind of you know there's all these uh really significant musicians like in my opinion joe walsh is is a very significant musician for me i i love joe walsh so that was the reason i made that comparison was because when i think of the eagles i instinctively think of him uh, because I heard Joe Walsh first. Yeah. Hmm. I don't know. I mean, I, I, I think the casual listener is probably not separating the two. Um, but also now is it's kind of all a big conglomerate because ever since Joe Walsh joined the Eagles, he was playing his solo stuff at their live shows. Was there an Eagle show where, where Joe busted out into some life's been good to me, dude? Yeah. Every every like live show that um I've heard about. I know I've got a live Eagles DVD and he bust out Life's Been Good, Rocky Mountain Way. You know. They they actually Don Henley, it's like three quarters of the way through the set in this DVD, and I'm know that they do it, you know, they've done it for twenty years now. Um, where they all kind of bust into a little bit of their solo careers, at least the oh. hits. Yeah, Don Henley plays Dirty Laundry, and uh, all she wants to do is dance. And then Glenn Fry, I think, got into his, you know, You Belong to the City. And then Joe Walsh plays Lapping Good, Funk Number Forty Nine. <laughs> Good Lord! So it, it's just See, a big hit machine. I, yeah, I mean, I guess it. I guess it almost has to be. I, I don't know how to, I really don't even know how to respond to that. Like, I would have, I've never seen the Eagles live uh, that has been of recent viewing anyway. Um, it's all been old stuff. That makes me want to go and watch like some new Eagles stuff because uh, I'm kind of setting my ways to an extent with certain bands. And I think me and you had this conversation about, um, where where you you kind of deterred me from going and see him. Oh my God, who was that? Um, and I can hear the song in was my head. Was it Blink One Eighty Two? 
No, God, no. Uh, <laughs> no, I, I knew better than that. Uh, uh, wow. Who sung the Back to the Future theme song, Brand? Oh, Huey Lewis in the news. Thank you. Yes, yeah. it was. I kept, I kept wanting to say Lewis, and I was like, it wasn't Ray Lewis. I don't even know why Ray Lewis was sticking out in my head, but I didn't know Ray Lewis dropped an album. I think the podcast pressure might have just uh, might have just caught up with me because how many times do you hear me talk about Huey Lewis? And I just totally spaced on his name. But you, but I guess that's why because you kind of were like you know a little. You kind of steered me away from it just for the the fear of uh, of losing magic a little. Yeah, I saw them at Riverbend Festival around like 2010 or something, and and Huey just his vocals aren't all the way there. But that's that's a risk that you run with a lot of bands that are, you know, rocking and rolling now. But two or three years ago, I saw Sticks, Ario Speedwagon, and Ooh. speaking of the Eagles. I saw Don Fielder play with his like solo band and he played all the Eagles songs that he kind of had a part in and that was awesome. And that he, st- that he still has a great voice even though they didn't let him sing on I can't remember maybe it was like Already Gone or man what was that song that they wouldn't let him sing on? I've seen that Eagles documentary probably four or five times and I still can't remember everything that's bad but Ario Speedwagon their their vocals were great and then Sticks of course like Tommy Shaw's vocals man you couldn't tell a difference and I saw Dennis D. Young uh, their original um, lead singer at probably about 10 years ago and his vocals were awesome. So, you know, some some old rockers have still got the vocals, i.e. Sammy Hagar. Oh, yeah. And some of them don't, you know. Um, That's why I didn't go see Van Halen. I'm not going to. I don't want this to sound like it's a cliche statement. But do you think most of that has to do with uh, era and, of course, the, the drinking and the drugs and, and how they preserve themselves? Because... For uh, for the age of Kiss, you know, Paul Stanley's voice, he's held up, but he was really adamant about, I don't want to say keeping himself pure, but, you know, he didn't do the hard drugs or he didn't do these things. And, like, do you think that has anything to do with it? Maybe, like, their lifestyle? Just, uh, or do you think I really the don't know because Mick out? Jagger's voice is still going. That's true. You know, Mick Jagger is still, still has got it. And, I mean, Axel... I mean, you know, him, Axel has the most, like, wide range of vocals more than any other vocalist that's mainstream. I, he's, got a, he's got a more wide range than uh, Mariah Carey. Yep. Uh, isn't, that, isn't, that a fa- isn't that factual? Yeah, that's actually scientifically proven, yeah. Yeah. Of, of, their, thought- of their recordings that they've done. They they actually went and did like a graph, and I think Luke Bryan was at the bottom of the least you know range in his vocals. But you said that you said that was such a surprise in your voice. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, no I, offense to Luke Bryan or Luke. No Bryan offense to him. He's a terrible singer. 
He's no, he's no Blake Shelton. That is true. That he is no Blake Shelton. He doesn't have the charisma that Blake Shelton does. You know, Blake Shelton could even be a terrible singer, and I'd be like, he's not that bad of a guy. He's, he's you know, he's got it going on. There's but, only one other guy that makes me want to wear extremely tight Wranglers and a cowboy hat, and that's Alan Jackson. But Alan Jackson's a mother faker. Oh well, yeah. I mean, I heard that. I heard that he's just the the biggest jerk ever. But let, no, no. Let, I'm talking about in his videos. He doesn't. He's not really playing guitar. He's faking oh. it. Yeah, I, that's that's. Uh, I want to say that's not surprising. But but at the end of the day, Alan Jackson make you want to grow a mustache like Dale Earnhardt and wear a cowboy hat. You know, like him, yeah. like. That's the that's just the 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 laws of it, man. I think B and D does that for me. You know B and D. Oh, I know. I know all kinds of Brooks and Dunn. Like we're yeah. gonna get. Are we gonna get into that? That uh. I don't know. Era? I mean, because if if we're gonna start talking like that, I'm gonna start saying names like Sawyer Brown, and then we're just gonna be left. We're just gonna be left. Uh, left to just debate. You know. We did this once before. I feel. Where it was just nonstop naming of country music singers. We did have that discussion of nineties country, you know, late eighties, nineties country. I mean, Randy Travis, come on, man. Oh man, cat. is there is there anybody from that era more country than Randy Travis? I mean, I mean, like he was, he was, oh, like Randy Travis defines country to me, dude. Sometimes, I know. And it's, uh, it's it's so bad that he's like in the shape that he's in now. You know, he can't he can't even do but one word of his song. Have you seen I, the videos of Randy Travis lately? I I've seen Randy Travis, but I haven't seen videos of him trying to perform. I actually didn't think that he even did anything like that well, anymore. He had a stroke, and he just yeah. is not able to like they. I think in an op- one Opry or uh, award show or something, they like pulled him up there and let him sing the end of the song. And I was like, man, that's just not. It's not Randy, know. man. Yeah. yeah. Situa- situations like that really, uh, really hit home to me in a weird way because um, I get it for the for the genre and and for the people that are Randy Travis fans, but for me, it's like a, a really weird eye opener that like, man, like we're getting old, you know. Like, imagine the day um, when you or I have a phone conversation and it's, man, did did you see where somebody like Mick Jagger passes away or Axel, and it'd just be like, holy crap, like that's the day, like the day Randy Travis dies is going to be like the day that country dies almost to me yeah. you know like there's no it's kind of already been dead but yeah i agree oh but you know what i mean yeah. like the country as i yeah. as i've known it to be because hey it's it's already been happening you know david bowie prince oh, george michael michael yeah. himself you know I, uh, i'm just hoping i'm hoping phil collins holds out at least till i go see him that's <laughs> as bad <laughs> as that sounds I, i've been waiting to see phil collins since i was like seven years old so just he's got to hold out till then and that know? was uh that was one that we touched on <clears throat> since we were talking about people that that you were nervous of phil collins as i recall you were pretty nervous 
if it was gonna if it was gonna be as magical. But I know you and your Collins fandom enough. I feel that it, when uh, in the air tonight kicks off, I would I would say that'll be the day you're just the you know that moment and the day you got married. That it maybe in that order, you know, just. <laughs> It's like I I saw him do it, you know. I know I, I I just I will be happy to say that I've seen Phil Collins. That's that's you know I, I've been a fan for of Phil Collins for the longest of anybody that's you know played music or you know that I've been a fan of Phil Collins. I can say that I've known of his music and have been a fan for as long as I can remember. So I'm just, I, I can't wait, man. You've been a Phil fan for as, for as long as I can remember. Now, let me ask you a question that may be, uh, maybe an easier answer than I anticipated being Phil Collins in his prime or the original Pink Floyd lineup. And you can only see one. Hmm. That's, that's pretty, pretty hard. I don't know. I don't know, man. And both of them are on, uh, like for Floyd, it'll be The Wall, and then for Collins, your favorite Collins, they're on that album's released tour. So Mm -hmm. you're seeing that stuff in its full-on primo prime. I feel like that's an unfair question. It is an unfair question, but it's one that that, uh, I had to ask because I know what both bands mean to you. And uh, I would be curious to see if you were given two tickets... What what would you choose? I think I'm gonna throw you a curveball, and I think I would rather say Genesis over oh. yeah, because I love to see Genesis in their prime, and and that's that's one band that I will never ever get to see because I've seen Roger Waters live and he did the Wall in its entirety and it was great. So I kind of felt like I saw Pink Floyd, you know, as close yep. to Pink Floyd as I could get. Well, you saw you saw the main factor of it, right? Um, and 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 that the wall with Roger Waters was pretty amazing. So I don't think I don't think you could see that with any other member of of that band, and it be no, the same. No, so. Man, that's, I mean, I know you didn't give me those parameters, but it I'm gonna, counts though because you still it's uh, I mean it's still Collins. It's uh, in the so wheelhouse. Yeah. yeah, you beat you you beat the you beat the game, dude. I did. Yeah, because I seen Peter Gabriel live. I drove I ten hours that, for that. I bet that was magical. I man, I was so glad to say that I I had seen one of my you know like top. I, I'm pretty much uh, after. After like September, I can say that I've pretty much seen all of my heroes. And you know, that's a rare feat. Yeah. I know. I can't think of anybody, you know, other than like people that have already passed away or something like that. But I've, I've pretty much, you know, I've seen all of my all my favorites. I, I can't think of anything off the top of my head, other than like maybe Marty Robbins, but that, you know, that's going to be impossible. So Marty Robbins. Yeah. Yeah. I, th- I think he was 
as far as like country music goes and well just songwriting in general i mean if if today's country artist could go back and listen to like what he was doing at that time for just songwriting in general man that i think that would change the game up a little bit but then they probably would stop selling records cuz they weren't talking about you know ice cold beer in the console that's accurate. Uh, there's a stand-up comedian that does a parody, and it's bas- it's basically how uh, country music just panders. You know, it's all about uh, cold beers and and driving a tractor, and how it's basically just it's it's pandering. Like none of these dudes actually probably have ever stepped foot on a functional farm, little on know anything about how to start a tractor. You know, I can't relate. I can't I can't relate to that stuff. Uh, I grew up with a dad that uh, blasted meatloaf into my ear and woke up to country music. Like my music, my music taste was so jaded from uh, from childhood that when I hear songs that are cardboard like that, I don't know how to process that. Like my first memory ever of music was was Bad Out of Hell album. Like you, you don't bounce back from that, you know. Like oh crap, rock disco or rock opera is. Uh, is what music's all about. So it's at this unprecedented bar, I guess, in my mind where only bands like Pink Floyd and Tool and very forward thinking, innovative bands were going to be the ones where a kiss even were going to be the bands that really shaped what I thought every band should be. Like if you weren't a showman like kiss, or if you wasn't forward thinking like Tool or Pink Floyd or even meat love, like, you just that wasn't real music to me. It took metal for me to be like, holy crap, like here we go. This is exciting. Just factual. The facts, Max. Uh what was it? That's the fact, Jack. What is that? That's from uh Stripes. I don't know. You've seen the movie Stripes, haven't you? Yeah, but I don't remember it. I think it's in the cadence when they're mm. doing uh doing the cadence. 